It's a good start. It's a great start. Yeah, it's the first win but you that we can claim to be completely original, which excites me, which puts me in, a, in the zone of winning. I'm by winning. I win here and I win there. Now what? Let's just do it. Let's meet this thing head on. And you were, you were in it to win it. Talk about an education. And then like this, and then that's the guy, and he's our dad, and we can get all the answers and the truth. Wow, winning. It's how you perceive it. Just retired because I'm done. I'm not very good at it. And they keep winning and building bigger houses than mine, defeating the naysayers. You're either winning or you're losing. There's nothing in between. If I'm elected president, we will win and we will win and we will win. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to you, at least, Pop, because you're on the other end of this call. I am here. Hello, everyone. And I say everyone Welcome. because I know there are many. Hey, we have still some, we have listeners across the, the globe. It's funny because, you know, we've been podcasting for a long time on this show, which is, by the way, the Pop and Jay show. It's a little podcast that we do where we just kind of unspool. It's like, just recording one of our phone conversations, like literally, I'm actually recording our phone conversation right now. Um, That's illegal. Did you get my? Consent? I think if you give me consent, yeah, I don't know. It, We're in two different states, too. Is it? Oh, know. now the F, now the FBI is involved. Well, so I was like, when we first started a long time ago, there weren't as many podcasts, and there's like everyone has a podcast now. But, and I think well, the market is just saturated. There's too much. Like, what are we even doing? Who is this for? But I have, all these people I have, have one a word lot of followers. And, yeah. I have one word for you. Niche or niche, if you like. That's N-I-C-H-E. You have to find your niche among the sea of podcasts. And I believe we have found our niche. It's for people who want to listen to two people who have something to say that's way off track from the norm and the two people get sort of sidetracked a lot while they're talking. So for people who enjoy tangents, this podcast is for you for people who enjoy just random factoids that just seem to pop out in the middle of a conversation. This podcast for you, it just no end whiskey, politics, it's a philosophy, really specific niche. It really is. Yeah. And I'd rather have a, a refined, specific niche audience than just uh, a bunch of 
Philistines who would just listen to anything, right? I'm trying to butter up our audience right now. Well, I'm going to give you one word, and that word is posterity. I think of this as if nothing else for when I'm old and senile. Like me? Somebody can just throw a pair of headphones on me and whatever futuristic AirPods you got going on in the future there. They're like, oh, my gosh, you used to have to put headphones in your ears. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, because they'll be implanted with the chip that controls everything else. Actually, it'll probably just be like a signal that goes from whatever device you have right to your brain, like tele- telepathically. That's what I think. Whoa. So we, our audio, you might notice if you have listened to several episodes, is not quite as good as it used to be because we're kind of doing this on the road these days. Just whenever we feel like we have a few minutes to record and we have something we want to talk about. Those two go together like ram a lam a lam a lam a ding a ding a dong. And well, today ra- we're rather, talking. Rather than yeah. say our audio, rather than saying our audio isn't as good, I would say our audio is different, and it's probably a refreshing break from that studio sound that so many people use because it yeah, sounds more you don't like want, you're. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're you don't want quality. Phone. I mean, oh, you don't want crystal clear well that's not what we got for you here what we have is is rugged it's raw yeah you're listening to a you're listening in on a phone con that's what this is sort of like you know what the government did to trump and his people you're spying on us perfect perfect segue uh what what are we going to talk about today well when we tried to get to this podcast a few weeks ago it was going to be on like best of 2019 into the 2020 stuff and we're near the end of the month, so we're kind of going with something like that. We're going to talk very briefly about what 2020 kind of looks like, um, big stuff, and specifically, you know, we've got a big presidential election. Uh, we're not going to get crazy into politics, but there is, like, some stupid, weird kabuki theater trial going on right now called an impeachment hearing. Um, so I think we're going to talk a little bit about that. We might give a name to the decade, so stand by for that, because I am so tired of, like, the Roaring Twenties redo and the Seeing 2020 and 2020 Vision and Hindsight is 2020. Ugh. No. I was tired of that literally on December 31st. I was already so over all of it. So we got to come up with a name. (laughs) we got to give the new 20s its own name, and I think we got one, so stand by. Oh, I think we do. We'll unveil it as the show unfolds, as Rush would say, before your very eyes and ears. That's how he says it, right? Right. Before, yeah. Because yep. of the ditto cam. We kind of get a ditto cam, but we can't call it that because Rush's army of lawyers will come to our door, and that would be bad. No, I don't want it. It's already, this, this is already two-bit project enough. I don't want everybody to actually see how it looks. <laughs> Well, I guess as we record this on 23 January, uh, probably hard to not at least mention for a minute or two what's going on uh, right now. It's just so uh, overwhelming on all the news channels and all that. Most Americans are probably not really paying a lot of attention to it, but uh, this whole... Are you talking about the Kansas City Chiefs going to the Super Bowl for the first time in like 50 years? That's exactly what I'm talking about. And the 49ers who haven't been there since, haven't won one in 25 years. I guess they went once or something. I don't know. 
with that one guy who likes to pee on the fly? What have I told you about bringing him up? Are you trying to make me fly into a murderous rage? Triggered. You are triggered. So we're talking, no, we're not talking about the Super Bowl. We're talking about what? What is it? Well, here, uh, let's play a game. I'm going to rattle off a few quick things that have happened in the last three years. And then we will ask the audience and I'll ask you, what is the appropriate response to the person that caused these things? Okay. Um, About 7 million jobs have been created. More Americans are now employed than ever recorded in our history, uh, including half a million manufacturing jobs, which apparently was supposed to be going away, but now it's back. Um, Economic growth hitting 4.2% in some quarters, which again, people said would not happen. The median household income has hit its highest level ever recorded. African-American unemployment, the lowest rate ever. Hispanic American employment, lowest rate ever recorded. Asian American unemployment, lowest rate ever. Women's unemployment recently reached the lowest rate in 65 years. Youth unemployment, the lowest rate in 50 years. Uh, Basically, for people without a high school diploma, lowest unemployment rate ever recorded. Uh, Veterans unemployment, lowest rate in over 20 years. And here's a good one. Four million Americans lifted off of food stamps in the last three years. Uh, 95% of U.S. manufacturers report being optimistic about the future. Retail sales surging every month, another 6% over last year. Tax cuts, the largest package of tax cuts in history. Um, Right after signing those tax cuts, $300 billion poured back in the U.S. from overseas in the first quarter alone. Uh, Let's see, we're getting the 2028 Summer Olympics in Los Angeles. Uh, We have a new trade agreement with Mexico and Canada, just signed a new trade agreement with China. We are now selling rice and soy to China. We're selling rice to the Chinese. Yes, we are. $250 billion coming in in one year from that deal alone. Um, Record number of regulations eliminated. Um, The Obamacare mandate is gone, that penalty uh, that people had to pay if they didn't sign up for that, whatever that was. I could keep going on. I mean, there is a lot more, but getting us out of like the Paris Climate Accord, which was going to absolutely decimate our country and our economy, that we're, we're no longer in that. For the first time ever since, well, since the 50s, we are a natural gas exporter because now we are energy independent. We no longer need the Saudis or anyone else. We're actually exporting energy again. Um, This list just keeps going on. The Supreme Court justices, 180 uh, federal appeals court judges confirmed. uh, Getting us out of the Iran deal, moving the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. It it, it literally goes on and on and on. So now I ask you, that was long and it could have been longer. There's a lot more, believe me. Um, Well, specifically, I'm thinking of all the pro-life stuff because this is uh, right right to last month. Mary, has there been uh, such a... Yeah, tomorrow's the March for Life, and the first time, so, the first time in American, first time in American history, and a, a president is going to go to 
the March for Life and actually make an address there. So the, the person responsible for all these amazing things that have uh, just blown our economy to record levels and just everyone's optimism, our standing in the world, our military is stronger than it has been since the end of World War II, hands down. The person responsible for all this, what is the appropriate action? What should be done for or to this person who has caused this? Well, we're so yeah, so we're obviously talking about the fact that the House impeached this president and it was on the basis of a phone call specifically with Ukraine and Ukrainian leaders and some allegations that um, the withholding of financial stuff that we give to Ukraine was based on something that would could be well i think it's even arguable even if it was because quid pro quo is fact of life and it's not illegal necessarily that's not part of impeachment and so yeah so the house is impeaching trump but they have wanted to impeach trump by and by all accounts since the first day he was elected you have recorded documented um statements from many members of Congress saying that that's been their plan from the beginning. And you, you, uh, you could have seen. Not to quibble with you just real quick, but I am looking in front of me at an actual news story that says that they first started talking about impeaching Donald Trump in April of 2016, which was seven months before the election. Yeah, and you have, you know, arguments. Um, anyways, so so I haven't learned a lot about impeachment. Well, I've learned way more than I ever wanted to um, because of all this. But so impeachment is not a legal standard. It's something that is set up for um, Congress to be able to do. There's not like a set number of things that yield impeachment. However... There's no evidence of anything that could, well, maybe, you know, do you have, I don't even know what the, it's not like something you go to prison for, right? Impeachment is just a a means of checks and balances between the branches for checking the executive office, but you can also, right? Yeah. So impeachment in the constitution is what was placed in there as one of the checks and balances. And the House of Representatives, remember, Congress is two houses. You got the House and the Senate, uh, or the upper and lower chambers, however you want to look at it. But what the framers put in there was impeachment would be used for treason, bribery, high crimes, and misdemeanors. And there's only been uh, two presidents to face impeachment before Trump. That was Johnson in like the 18... 50s, I think, and Bill Clinton. And in both and of those no cases... One, go ahead. No one has been removed from office for those, right? No, no one has been removed from office. They threatened Richard Nixon with impeachment, and they had, and a, specific, they had a specific crime, and uh, something like 70-plus percent of the Republicans uh, told him that they're not going to be able to support him. And so he resigned. 
Um, right. <clears throat> so anyway, and uh, Bill Clinton, I remember he actually did commit perjury, and so it is arguable that that was justifiable high crime and misdemeanor. Well, he. But what we have going have on staff. here today is yeah, there's no. There's no. They, they don't even crime. have anything. Yeah, there's no, no crime there's, exactly. There's zero statutory crime. No one can point to one. Um, but anyway, so the House of Representatives is empowered by the Constitution to bring impeachment against a president, or they do it with judges, too. Uh, judges are called out in the Constitution. They can be impeached uh, for high crimes, misdemeanors, treason, bribery, none of which applies here. Um, con- there's also no exclusionary language, which prevents them from doing whatever kind of shift show that they're doing. Um, that was shift, not a bad word. Reference to Although, uh, Adam Schiff. Hack. Yeah. <laughs> As Mark Lippin would say. Hey. Oh my gosh. What a, so, such an impartial, pen. oh my gosh. No, I, my favorite is Ben Shapiro. So much journalism <clears throat> going on out there. Like there's just, so much. it's so ridiculous. The, the pretending, even yesterday, Judge Roberts, uh, Chief Justice John Roberts is presiding over the impeachment in the Senate right now. And just he like reprimanded um, a back and forth between Republicans and Democrats yesterday, trying to trying to draw upon how it's supposed to be such a high a place that in it's like this is such a joke, you know. Everybody knows this is a joke. Nobody is taking this seriously. And no, we don't look at proceedings in the House and Senate as some sort of like religious ceremony. We don't elevate it to that status in this country. And I share people's antipathy with trying to act like these guys are on some other level. There's is not parliament. I don't think of it that way anyway. So I'm I'm kind of on team well, I'm definitely on team Trump for this, but I heard him yesterday talking about how he wishes that President Trump wishes he could be right there in the front row looking at these guys and their I don't know what he called them. Their oh, faces. Yeah. And said, one of the reporters said, "Do you think your um, think your lawyers would like that?" And he goes, "Well, no, they wouldn't." <laughs> like, because uh, so what we're talking about here. So you list all these good things that Trump does and has done, and how great the economy in the country is running generally. But then you know people do have some understandable antipathy towards him, like kind of on a personal level, or like he calls it a perfect phone call with Ukraine. This one that they're talking about, was it really perfect? I don't know. You know, there's some things he does that are, that are not perfect. We're not saying, but we don't have Kings. We don't look at people in that way. And so while no, I can't get on board with the fact that he's had issues with women and he, you know, maybe on a personal level, there's some things about him that I personally question the way that he does or says, or maybe I think he's too full of himself or something, whatever. That's all like personal stuff that has nothing to do with his job as president. He has a job and he's doing it crazy well. So us talking about going into 2020 and you saying like, well, what would you do with this person? I I will do what the rest of the country is going to do and reelect him. I mean, he's going barring some crazy thing that I cannot tell what that would be. And we keep thinking there's a crazy thing and the media keeps hoping like, this is it. He's going down. 
<laughs> I, I just don't see it. Like us looking forward to 2020 and President Trump and the impeachment and all that. I think he's going to win in a landslide. Well, it, it, you know, Bill Clinton famously said, uh, it's the economy, stupid. He, that was yeah. been attributed to him. It's it's a very, he, what he was saying there, and it's, it's very true, is that most Americans, they when it comes to time to vote, they look and they say, am I better off than I was? Are things going well for me and my family? Do I think things are good right now? And the answer is, I mean, demonstrably, yes. There's all those things I read off. There's so much more. Uh, by every objective standard, uh, this this country is just blowing up uh, worldwide and domestically. Just a quick cap on that impeachment thing. Uh, the, the House of Representatives gets to do the articles of impeachment as they see fit. And however many articles, I think there were four for Clinton, I, there's two, uh, if you call them that, articles of impeachment for Trump. Once they're done, they're required by the Constitution to send them to the Senate. And in the first line, it's Article 1, Section 3, the Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachment. The sole power. And no person shall be convicted without the concurrence of two-thirds of the members. So they need 67 out of 100 senators to vote for uh, conviction of, of this trial. And there, there is not a snowball's chance in hell of that happening. I mean, if they got one or two of the squishy idiots like Romney or Susan Collins, whoever, uh, even if they got them. It doesn't even, doesn't even look like that's happening. No, it's not going to happen. There are Democrats who are going to vote against it. So mm -hmm. it, it, it's literally just a show. It's, it's 100% a show. And it should be noted that when Clinton's impeachment articles were drafted, they were, as we said, they were actual statutes, actual crimes. And there were Democrats. And, and Coulter, realized. I know, wrote a full book. Uh, she, sorry to interrupt. Ann Coulter wrote a full book that maybe she's partisan. I mean, she is. She did write a book also called In Trump We Trust. But she's a lawyer, and she did write an entire book called High Crimes and Misdemeanors, The Case Against Bill Clinton. So I know lawyers, they say it. But if you ask a Democratic lawyer right now, what are the articles of it? What is the crime? There's no answer. There's, There's no crime. No no, there's not. And that what I was going to finish with was there were plenty of Republicans who voted against in the Senate at the time who voted against uh, conviction for Bill Clinton. And they did so because of non-trial reasons. They did so because of the political reasons, the popularity, the economy, all of that. They realized that they would be in trouble politically if they voted for it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, like, I was super young, but at least it was, you know, I've, I've heard more about Bill Clinton. I don't know much about Johnson's impeachment, know a little bit about Nixon, but I do know that Trump has been impeached, as Nancy Pelosi says, that history can't undo it. That's no, true. No, in, impeached forever, and he will soon be acquitted forever. Well, no, what he'll be is the first president ever elected after being impeached. And he is oh. gonna, he's gonna use that so much winning, 
So much winning. Yeah. He won yeah. after impeachment. Like at least I, that's the way I see it. Is there anything else? Because I have to go back to work. So last time when we recorded, you were on patrol. This time I, I am actually on patrol. I'm at work as well. I'm using a little bit of my prep period to very quickly well, record. Um, let's let's go ahead and uh, give up the ghost or give up the secret and tell everybody your award-winning name for the decade. Well, so you had the roaring 20s of the 1920s. I'm pretty sure that the 2020s are going to be the winning 20s. Winning. I think. So much winning. The the winning 20s. I love that. You know, yeah, yeah, this went on. This went on too much about impeachment. But what else is coming in 2020? I think uh, another multitude of grandchildren in our family. I hope uh, we have one coming any day. Yeah, what now. are you up another, to? Nine. Yeah, it's nine right now. Number eight will will hit the streets uh, in just a couple weeks, or if not sooner. And number nine will roll out in late August, early September, as is the norm for that family. Yeah, right on schedule. So that'll be your OG grandkid family. Felix the Mighty came back in 2014, right? Yeah. And then exactly, almost exactly two years later came Lucy. And then two years later, we got Peter. And then two years later, we got TBD. Speaking of constitutions and Felix, a nice uh, degree of separation there. Felix the Mighty was born on Constitution Day, September 17th, the day the U.S. Constitution was ratified. Hmm. Look at that you, segue you, like, you made. That was pretty nice were connection you, there. Our, our are brains you, are relational databases. Dude, there is no doubt. Like, uh, brains are so crazy. I, lo- oh, I love the brain. It's such a weird beast. I've always said it's trying to kill me, which is true. But as I've worked more with cognitive behavior therapy on trying to get, like, out of my own, like, problems of anxiety and stuff like that and just looking at stuff, like, you can use this crazy tool and, like, train it to be better. Is that new information to people? (laughs) You can train your brain? It is to me. I love the brain. It's so weird. It is. Um, One shameless, not shameless, but one plug for everyone, my my latest – Passion is reading the Babylon B every day, uh, B-A-B-Y-L-O-N, and then B like Buzzy B, B-E-E, and BabylonB.com. It's the greatest parody uh, paper slash website ever created, and it's so funny, and th- it's actually making people on the left side of things, uh, their heads explode, and they're actually trying to like take them to court saying they're pushing phony stories. They're a parody site, and they're so funny. Read it, people. BabylonB.com is too good. Completely irrelevant to what we're talking about. Oh, I've sent you many of their things. You just don't look at them. Frank J. Maybe I just didn't realize that's a pigeon. Oh, that's all you had to say. Frank J., one of the great minds of our time. Uh, So anything else up for 2020 before we go? Um, I don't know. I am still teaching. You're still policing. So far, so good for that. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll watch the NFL next year because it looks like we made it through a whole year with no uh, disrespect to the flag. Maybe that's stuff fine uh, behind us. I'm, I'm still looking into that. I, I, I'm still looking into that. 
I have my doubts. I don't think there's one case of anybody kneeling. Uh, Tebow got married, FYI. That's a big deal for me in my world. I don't care that much about celebrities. Like, I really don't at all. But I do uh, hold a, a candle for Tebow and good times back in the Broncos' heyday. Um, Tebow's not a celebrity. Yeah. Uh, 2020, what else? Uh, my well, oldest daughter is going to be three here in a couple weeks. My other daughter is yeah. seven months now. Looking forward yeah. to good times there. Um, going to Disneyland in a few weeks again. This will be the seven-month-old seven third time since she's been out oh. of the womb. So we are Disneyland. Want, you, yeah, you might want to look into getting some therapy for that, by the way. There is no cognitive behavior therapy to untrain my brain for the Disney stuff. Anyways, all right, people. I guess I got to get going. I don't like to call them people like you do. That's weird. Folks. Uh, folks is folks well, is good. That's... Whoever you are, wherever you are, <laughs> by the time, maybe you are a person who's not a human. Because I think one day we might find some aliens out there. Maybe they'll listen to this podcast. I'm really thinking above and beyond right now. They may be listening right now. You know that... Uh all the waves and everything travel out into space and, and the aliens are among us anyway. So they could be looking right here on earth. If watching Marvel universe has taught me anything, it's taught me that aliens are among us. Well, whoever you are, thanks for being here and hope you have a really good 2020. We will talk to you again very soon. Don't forget yes. to go support your local crisis pregnancy centers it's Mar- it's right to life month go to a walk for life if you can pray for peace and pray for an end to abortion and pray for our president yes what a way to end it winning 2020 the winning 20s move right, forward into God. them Bye. people god bless we're gonna win so much we're gonna win at every level We're going to win economically. We're going to win with the economy. We're going to win with military. We're going to win with health care and for our veterans. We're going to win with every single facet. We're going to win so much, you may even get tired of winning. And you'll say, please, please, it's too much winning. We can't take it anymore. Mr. President, it's too much. And I'll say, no, it isn't. We have to keep winning. We have to win more. We're going to win more. We're going to win so much.